Good afternoon, and welcome to another installment of the Nameless Podcast, the big episode 1414. In Roman numerals, that is, what is that in Roman numerals? Is that 10 IV? Is that XIV? That's, um, yeah, that's exclamation mark mm. V with pi. That's pi squared V. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, I have an absolute firecracker on on the air with me today. You better buckle in right now because we have the great Matthew Larson. <laughs> I thought you were about to yeah, I thought you were about to like let out the biggest yeet. Yeet! <laughs> Sorry for uh headphone users there. <laughs> the headphone people. It's okay. I think I gave them enough heads up to where they can brace for impact. And if they don't then Sorry. That's what it is. Yeah, then it just be like that's the way it be sometimes. That's just how it goes. It be like that. It sometimes that's it just be like that. Yeah. And that's how it is. I have this awful phrase I've been saying lately where I just say sometimes it is what it is. It's so awful. Like it doesn't make any sense. And I, it uh, it's it's just terrible. It doesn't flow well. I think my 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 favorite phrase as of right now is uh that showbiz baby. And actually, a female said it to me, and it kind of hurt me via text. Oof. So, but that's showbiz, baby. (laughs) But that's mafia. (laughs) Oh, boy. Matt, tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you want the interwebs to know about you? Uh, yeah, man, I'm just trying hard to be a good guy. Um, you know... I do my thing. I'm out here working hard. Just trying to be genuine. Just trying to be nice to people, man, every day, you know. I think that's what that's what we can do here. But also, I'm kind of a dickhead sometimes, so... I like to think I'm kind of a funny character. <laughs> but that kind of gets me into some dickery, so, you know. Uh, that reminds me of that part in uh, Man's Not Hot. You dickhead! <laughs> you dickhead! <laughs> Yeah. Two plus two, not four. <laughs> Quick mats. <laughs> Every day on the block. Smoke trees. <laughs> Your girl is an ox. Bru- listen here, bruv. And if anyone knows what an ox is, man, I would still like to know to this day what an ox Some type of British speech. I like to think of an ox as maybe some type of... Uh, livestock? Maybe some type of uh, uh, livestock, maybe of sorts. Maybe a breedable... 21 Savage will be able to bridge the gap, finally. 21 Savage, man. Uh, big idiot. Yeah. I just want to know how he how he made it here for so long. That's my big question. I, I, I don't know. I haven't read up on anything besides just, you know, the, hey, he's getting deported. Okay, bye. But did he actually get deported? I, I don't know. Or is he being detained? Or man. This is when we need a Jamie on the air. This is where we have a fact checker. <laughs> Yeah, pull it up. Pull it up, Jamie. Hey! Yeah, no, but um, <clears throat> I just want to know it, I, how that didn't get out earlier. I, especially because I haven't read it either, so I don't know. He's been big for a while. I yeah. mean, it's not like, what, three years? Three or four years he's been big? Probably, when did that freshman cipher come out? That was the 26th freshman cipher, the best freshman cipher in the history of the world. Uh, go and listen to it. My boy, Lil Yachty, Lil Yachty, 
21, <laughs> Lil Uzi, my boy. Lil Uzi is actually the biggest. If he could be my child, I'd let him be it. This is the funny part about that video. Okay. The only person who had a legitimate verse on that video is Denzel Curry. Yeah, that's and true. And he did not get a mention right there. Yeah, no, that's true. Denzel Curry, sorry, my man. No, bro, he's just not the one, but Lil Uzi, he is the one. And so, I like Lil Uzi. And my man Lil Yachty as well. well 21 I, is on that, and so is Kodak Black is on that. Yeah, putting those guys on a cypher didn't do him much justice because a lot of modern rap work is what you put in in the studio. And, the, and those guys have the right people behind them. And they sound good on a track. That's my, yeah, I mean, that's my deal with music, bro. I don't like the old style rap. I'm not listening to Eminem. Because Eminem is just, it's some... And he's going hard, but uh, the producing is what I'm about, dude. Yeah. I mean, he did have Dr. Dre backing up a lot of his stuff. But that's not my deal, bro. I'm not about that. It's okay. Just a bitch. And I'm just weird. (laughs) No, JK. That's, uh... It's awfully brave of you to stand up and say that today. You know what? You're a courageous individual. Thank you for sir. saying that. Because like, that I'm not... weird. No, no. Uh. <laughs> you know, look at look at like how much hot water Lil Yachty got in when he uh when he was like when he was dissing on the old people. And... Yeah, bro. But those were different times. New wave. Yeah, you gotta appreciate for what it's worth, dude. I I can still listen to the old stuff and the new stuff. You just. You can't be one of those purists and be like, oh, these little knuckleheads, they don't know how to spit. They're, they're, uh, bu- they're, uh, it's called bubble rap, bub. It's like, what, what would your 90s rappers be like if the internet was at its at its height during their time? Man, uh, I think a lot more of them would be uh, exploited for doing bad things, you know? Because I think, I bet they were doing some bad things back then. If there was the internet around. They were naughty. They were them, they were, they were them naughty boys. Them naughty talkers. Well, and then you get dudes like, uh, so when, two, what, one of the things that made Tupac so big was he made All Eyes on Me. I mean, that was, that was a two disc album. And he really, I mean, he recorded that, I think in a week. Just, dude was an animal. He could record so quickly, but you look yeah. at now, like, look at Future. Look how, look at Future, Drake. Like, those dudes put out music. Once a year, bro. Maybe. More than that. They put out, al- they put out an album twice a year. Oh, then all the yeah. features they're doing. Yeah. All that stuff. Like, dude, they're constantly available. Yeah. I don't know what, I don't know how Tupac would have, would have handled that. I, I don't know. IDK. Let's ask him. Let's fly down to Barbados, where he's chilling out, and just... Yeah, avion time. There's a picture that surfaces on the internet probably every like three months where it looks like Tupac is in a uh, drive-through, and I like to think that that's true. Sometimes one can hope. According to Sir Alex Jones, he probably is. He's just in another dimension. Listen, uh, <laughs> listen. <laughs> how much of that have you gotten? Have you so the new episode? How much did you get through? Zero, zero percent. Good for you because it is. It it it, it hurts. Yeah, I've had to take a step back from Alex Jones just because uh, he's kind of, dude, he's pretty negative. That stuff kind of hurts my soul. The meme persona, he's kind of gone away from the meme persona and he's really doubling down on, he's getting, he's gaining a lot of political clout now because he's got those backwoods idiots by the balls <laughs> people were like yeah i read it on infowars it's hey, true <laughs> this is true 
Info Infowars and Daily Mail is my main source of uh, news income. When people come into the store, <laughs> there was one time this lady came in. She's like, I need help clearing out some of my apps. And she's like, oh, but I have to keep the radio apps on there. And one of them was uh, was Infowars. And I was like, oh, wow, you listen to Infowars. Yeah, it's just there's a lot of intriguing stuff on there. Dude. <laughs> this poor woman, brother. <laughs> Listen, lady, you got played. You played yourself. Put your hand out and shake it, because congratulations, you played yourself. Oh. So, in addition to your, uh, to you being the all-out the stand-up kid that you are, Matt, what what else are you up to nowadays? Man, I'm um, I'm pretty boring. I go to the gym sometimes. I'm I'm getting ready to pursue a career in uh, flight aviation. Mm. Um, just messing around with people, you know, being an idiot, having fun, you know. That's one thing. That's one thing I like about you is you are a very jovial human being. You seem like you can always have fun in any environment that you're in. I'm going to be honest, I don't know what jovial means, but I I like to think that that's what I am. Jamie, jovial. Do you want the official definition of jovial? Yes. Ten bucks says I'm using completely wrong. Dude, I could see that. Cheerful and friendly. Okay, we'll take that. No, I'll take that. I like to think I'm a cheerful, friendly guy, but, you know, I think I have my, uh, I think I have my days where I'm real, you know, real, uh, just ass ass man you know yeah the ass breather i guess we could say yeah assimus prime yeah i like that aslan the the man lion <sighs> aslan bro i haven't heard that name in a while aslan that lion was a gangster straight up g do you remember when when he told that witch <laughs> do you remember when he straight up was like <laughs> i was there when the rules were written when, when the rules were written, I just said Witten, like Jason Witten. Jason Witten. Now, now he has a speech impediment. I'm going to be honest. Uh, one of the biggest um, crimes that was ever done to me was one time I was in a public setting. And um, so, <laughs> someone said I look like Mr. T- uh, Tummus, or that little goat creature man. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Just and kidding. I was so sad because it kind of is true. Let's. I don't know if it's Thumbness or Tumness, but it's Mr. Tumness. And Tumness. Yeah, Mr. Tumness. T U M N U S. Dude, I'm not that ugly. Listen, Matt. Let's let's just redirect it. Do you know who played Mr. Tumness? Uh, James Clay Mc- Aiken. Uh, correct, Clay Aiken. Yeah, James McCovey. Is he? He's hot. He's handsome. Uh, uh, he's ugly. He's ugly. no. He's definitely not ugly, but he's not. He's not Brad Pitt level. But you know, I just he's like... not hideous. So he was in. He was Professor Xavier, the bald man, mm-hmm. hmm. and the new videos. He was also in. So uh, he's ugly and Split. He's the main character in Split. Yeah. Wow, that guy's kind of a shapeshifter. Yeah, that actually is pretty impressive. Yeah, you know, he was also in that movie where they curved the bullets. Uh, wanted. Yeah. Never seen it, but I remember the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. I need you to spin the bullet. What? He's like Angelina at the height of her at the height of her prime. No, this is my favorite movie quote ever. 
I gotta think about it. <laughs> okay, wait. No, 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 no. I've seen this recently. Okay, are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. That's DK. What's DK stand for? Donkey Kong? Pause, pause. Drift King. <laughs> and then the music starts. <laughs> oh my god. That's, uh, that's Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. That's the drift. Best scene in movie history. Yeah, because, yeah, that, that that movie was... That movie was... And uh, be careful what you say next. What's that you got there on your wrist there? A little What's that young, you know... That's a three, yeah? Multi, uh... It's a three. Yeah, it's a... It's a, it's a three. It's a watch. Which you <laughs> it's, it's a It's a knife. Not back to him again. We're not talking about him again. I don't want to talk about him. He makes me sad. And you know what's crazy too is he just released such a good album. Dude, I haven't listened to it's an album. I haven't listened to it. Because I tell you what, I've been listening and this is not a lie, I've been listening to strictly Lil Uzi Vert for probably a year. You know my go to And it's like the same four songs. My go to pipe up song is Sauce It Up. That's uh I listened to that on my I'm not even lying, as yeah. I pulled my car up to this household <laughs> i've played that i'm not even joking with you this is not a game matt i've got it okay your doppelganger do you know who your doppelganger is please be kind james franco <sighs> praise the lord people say that i'm not even lying people say that all the time and it, it makes me feel good inside i think personality wise you mimic him pretty well really yeah no i mean people who don't know me have said such things yeah um, Le- but, yeah, mo- mo- but uh, I heard looks wise, and that's a big compliment to me because I've always thought of myself as maybe a six, but I think uh, sometimes I could be a seven. You know what? Perspective is an interesting thing. Anything from our view, because listen, no homo right now. Oh, but dude, you you like women? Women like you. Here's an example, okay. This is back at our Southtown days, uh-huh. and we were just, you know, the store was slow like it was 95% of the time. Uh-huh. I remember I remember you hopped on Mutual, because I was just swiping away, and I was like... Yeah, I had that app. I was like, eh, what's this all about? Um, and then you hopped on, and you're like, oh, well, let's see. I don't know. I'm not really in the, in the market or anything, but let's see. And dude, out of... It was ridiculous. You were like, hey, there's a match. There's a match. There's a match. There's another match. It was like rapid fire. Uh, it's just because women we, find you attractive. I don't know. I think they. I think they. Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that people take good pictures of me. I think that's what it is. Oh come on, women! I think so. People don't take good pictures of men because men don't take time to take good pictures. No, I am a gentleman that does take good pictures. I think. But you know, it is what it is. Yeah, I don't know. I I think I have to. Agree to disagree here. I would say you're probably more on the higher eight to nine echelon. I appreciate that. Me, I'm pushing mid t- mid tier. Things I have going for me: a beard, which does f decent muscle mass. You have nice muscle mass. You have nice calves. I can tell from sitting here. You have really nice calves. Creamy. You dress juicy well. Calves. I'll tell you one part of being attractive. I think, not that I would know, but I think it's just dressing well. Yeah. And yeah. I think a lot of people make fun of me for the way I dress, but I think I dress nice. Oh, you're trendy. I think I'm trendy. You know what? What did you ever do with that Adidas shirt that I gave you? 
trendy little Adidas I original. The, I wore it to the gym. Did you just um, give it one good day? Just one good day. No, of... I probably I probably wore. It. I didn't. I I don't think I wore it. Um, out and about because you were ashamed. No. <laughs> no, no, it's no. not your style. It's 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 not. It's, it's not big. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what has to happen, bro. And I can't remember if that shirt was like this. My neck holes on my shirt mm-hmm. have to be small because I have that 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 young chicken neck. Right. That one was big. But I like the shirt to be tall. So skinny. That skinny neck region. Uh, but the 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 rest of the 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 cloth. I like it very large. Yeah, that's. Okay. Yeah, because I remember on that one, the neck was really big. Like, I could see, like, my undershirt popping Yeah, through. bro, you could see a titty, I bet, on that one on me because I got that... Nips. That lean, that lean upside. <laughs> <laughs> the nipple placement on his pec is approximately in the lower fourth quadrant if we're putting it on a on a graph scale. On a, on a graph to, to human uh, <laughs> elliptical scale. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I haven't taken any math classes... Um, at my time at UVU, none. I'm worried. I'm worried. The way that it's looking right now, the way I've done everything, this is why you shouldn't schedule your own classes. This semester, I'm doing only marketing classes, but I still have to do all my science undergrad stuff. I have to do all my math classes. Um, I got all my accounting done, which is good, but like, I'm going to have, if I don't plan it right, I'm going to have a semester where I'm only doing science classes, only doing math math, classes. No, that math sucks, bro. I I went to UVU and I went to the, it's called Math 100R and the R stands for remedial. Is that what it is? No, I think it was retard. (laughs) That's what I think, but it could be remedial. Uh, For really, buddy, you need to slow down. For really dumb. (laughs) You need to slow down. Check your steps. A hundred, a hundred really dumb class. And um, man, it was an adventure in that class. Yeah. But you'll you'll experience that, I imagine, at this point. Well, it's worth one credit, which makes you feel very stupid because you go to this class for one credit. One. I'll, I'll do it online if I can. It's in store. I think you have to go to the place. Oy. The teachers oh. are pretty nice, but you know, you feel when people look in the glass window when you're in that class, that they uh they drop some judgments upon you. <laughs> They're like, this man's, and they look, oh, 100R? Yeah, this man's not fit for my daughter. They probably have social scientists outside posing as normal people, but they look in and they're observing the, the population and they're no, gathering their judgments. I can see that. Probs. I can see that. Yeah, you know what? I looked out this semester because when I registered, I did two online and then two in class. But when I say in class, one of them, the guy was like, just show up for the exams. It's like, <laughs> okay, well, you'll you'll see me on exam day. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was it. I didn't even try to gauge like how difficult the coursework was. I was just like, okay, I'm not going to be here. That's nice. Yeah. So then I had my presentations class, which is pretty lit, but that's about it. That's nice. I like that. How old are you now? 24, 23? 23. You're still such a young spry. I grow this facial hair to make me feel... More legitimate, I think. Yeah, it makes you look older. Dude, when I'm not when I when I don't have my beard, I look like I'm a freaking senior in high school. Did you look bad? Yeah, I know I've seen you. I'm like Teen Disney. I like when you shave your head and keep the beard. I enjoy that. I that's one of my most favorite things to do. You know what? I've been trying to grow out my hair for a while, and uh, 
yeah, it's not working. You it's know, not going. The Butler genetics have caught up with no, me. No, I'm with you, brother. I'm it's, with you. It's caught up with me. My stuff's going too. So the minute, so it's. I don't think it's thinning. I think it's just part of this little cowlick I have. Uh-huh. But once, once it's like a noticeable, like I can put a penny Dude. there, it's gone. All of it's gone. Yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna dick around with it. Now I'm getting to the point where I can, I can tell my hair is thinning, but I just, it's not enough to shave it yet. And so I'm just gonna keep it. Yeah, because it's not it's not too bad, but well, I notice it more than anyone else does. I think. Let's hear a little bit about your. Uh, you're a Vasa bro. Yeet. I wouldn't categorize you as a Vasa bro. I categorize you as something that as somebody that frequents Vasa, like a sub sub personality of Vasa. You're like a uh, prototypical. Uh, listen. Um, no, I no, I would say that. You're not one of those dudes that's just there to flex on. There ain't nothing to flex. That's the issue. I think when you get to a point where you can flex very much in in that in that region, uh, you flex. So what are your what are you working on right now, fitness wise? Um, man, I don't know because sometimes I go to the gym and I'm I I just don't know what I'm doing there. I know what I'm doing, but I'm just like, what am I doing? You know. Uh, I can't put on any weight because I forget to eat food a lot of the time. Cue the Trump. We got to figure out what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, the only fitness goal that I really have ever had is to be able to dunk a basketball because I think that'd be very cool to dunk on someone. You know what? That's my big thing. That's it's kind of why I would want to lose weight because I can touch rim right now. At my girthy stage I'm at right now, I can touch rim. Dude, <laughs> that's that big rim, dude. That's that. You are touching rim, brother. That is nice. I mean, even if it's just the tip of my index finger. Just rim jobbing it. Just barely. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. Just barely rim jobbing it, dude. I would like to give the full rim job and just dunk it. You know? I would like to go full on into the rim. <laughs> I'd like to dip my whole fist in the rim <laughs> and dunk. And dunk, of course. Yeah, that's, you know what? That's the thing. I believe you can increase your vertical, but it's No, man, it's I was tough. there. I was, th- I was there, bro. Probably last um, November I was there. And uh, then I got a pretty bad concussion, and I was out for two months, so I couldn't do anything. So now I'm, I'm back to being white. Just a white male. You've been brought back down. I've been brought back down. I've been abased. I was light skinned for a little bit. I felt like I was light skinned. I could start to sing a little bit better. Um, people liked me more. <laughs> I was pretty light skinned, and then uh, I got that concussion, brother, and it brought me back down to to return missionary, white, wearing the monarchs, wearing monarchs, looking like. I looking like I looking like I walk through the halls and ask for hugs. You went from yeet to listen here, mister. I went from yeet to to saying, hey, can I get a hug? That's <laughs> and there's people that do that. Hey, you think I can get a hug? Dude, I'm like, I used to be touchy feely like that, but I'm not anymore. Are you talking about hug touchy feely? Like hugs, yeah, about? people will come up and try to do that stuff. And uh, no. I can't, I can't, they'll like, it's palpable to the awkwardness when they come to approach me for a hug and I stick out my hand for a fist bump. And you hit them with that fist and actually you touch their boob on their way, on their entry. 
and, and then, then and then I then, turn into just a socially awkward perv. No, yeah, and then you turn into, and then they then they get their own Me Too movement, and you're kind of just ugh, frozen. Uh, let it go. Let it go. <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't hug people that I don't know. I've never, I don't, I get, uh, I get uncomfortable when people hug me as well. Hugging, yeah, like I don't, I don't mind it if it's somebody that I know, but like. I have a I have a select troop like I have I have a I have a group of people that are that I have designated as huggers like I I will give them hugs if I need to but then other people if they approach me for it I'll, I'll normally be like no I remember back in the day back in middle school times uh, you'd have those groups that you know you know if you saw that girl in the hall you're getting a nice warm hug when you walked by her you know. Yeah, Care Bear hug. You're just getting a nice warm one. And all your friends would look at you and be like, damn. And they'd be counting how many seconds you held that hug. That was a low-key flex back in the day. Oh, it was the biggest flex, dude. I'd I'd go ask girls. I'd I'd try to get on hugging terms with every girl I knew. So we could just, you know, I'm walking through the halls throwing out five hugs on the way to class. (laughs) And that's cool. That's uh, that's big, I, I felt like. You get five hugs from one class to another class, bro. But then the other thing too is you're using that time to measure your kind of your connection during that time. Yeah. You're like, what is the rate here on a scale from one to six? What am I feeling? You're saying on these one on these one out of five hugs, uh, what, how many seconds are we holding these hugs? Um, are we touching cheeks at any point in this hug? Um, Tightness of the of the grip. You grip one yeah. to ten strength uh-huh. of the hug. Um, Another a good warning sign is if you get the back rub. If you get a back rub, that's bad back, news. It's yeah, bad news. no, that's fr- that's, that's friends. friends. Zone. That's friends. Uh, I'll tell you the best news. Maybe if they whisper something in your ear, a, a sweet nothing, a sweet little, a sweet nothing. What maybe if they, I, maybe what? I missed I missed you in geometry. I I thought about you when I saw. That Florida Peninsula, I thought about you. What if, what if they slipped in a sweet, something like a sweet, big thing? You talking like, about like a chocolate into your pocket or something like that? Maybe, maybe a little, little butt, butt touch. Yeah. Oof. Ah. Man, I've never been a part of anything like that. But um. Yo, I so, okay. So get this. I had a I had a first date, uh-huh. and uh, this girl and I we vibed a lot. Uh huh. But like, like, so we hugged, uh-huh. you know, when we met up and we're like, oh my gosh, it's so great to finally meet each other. <laughs> Our internet relationship has finally materialized into something that's not just uh, ones and zeros. <laughs> we are now separated. We are not separated by an electrical barrier. We are it's a medical, metaphysical. A metaphysical morphosis. <laughs> but... Yeah, she ended up touching my butt on the first date, just while we were out and about. Your first hug, you touched butts. Well, it wasn't during the hug. It, we we went to Donut Falls, and we were just, you know. She slipped, and she grabbed that booty. Is that what happened? It wasn't a slip. It was a deliberate slap. Oh. I got me too'd. No, I've been me too'd. No, I feel that. Yeah. There's there, Men need to come out and tell their me too's, because I've been me too'd probably three times I've been me too'd. Now, to be totally transparent, I didn't mind the butt slap. Because we ended up making out later, oh, that's but cool. but it was weird. I've I've been me sixed at this time because of the multiplications of those things. Yeah, I've, I'm on my me six right now. Yeah, yeah. It's 
it's happened there you know it, it's not it's not as far-fetched as what people think when men are like oh yeah i've totally been groped before like it's totally different when a dude gets groped by a woman think, everyone thinks it's funny they only take it seriously when a man gropes another man yeah and Which, i'm not luckily that's never happened to me but yeah but like i've had like that's totally happened before no it happened to me i got double groped within probably a, a week and a half span around the month of october and uh it was pretty weird i don't know if i was asking for it i was wearing just spandex pants mm. at a party setting and um that double gropage boy yeah that'll take care of you boy that'll humble you real real quick <laughs> and go, ah! yeah dude my wiener felt smaller that day than it's ever felt it, it took it down a notch you haven't been yeah. the same yeah no i definitely haven't you are a uh i'd say you are a party people you are a party person uh not not like the behavior that you exhibit but i i mean you we could pull a soldier boy here catch me at your local party Yes, I'm flexing every day. Haters get mad because I got me some pay today. I think it's Bathing Apes, the brand, the, the uh, clothing brand. Yeah. The Bapes, as they like to call them. The you should never, brands. ever ask me for lyrics because I will butcher them. Dude, I like to think I'm good at, re uh, at lyrics, but then you get caught, you know, when you're in your car and you're singing a song that you think you know, and people people start looking at your mouth. And then you're just like, I've been called out before and it hurt. I've never been called out because that's I'd probably kick you out of my car if you called me out. But uh, well, it happened. We were in the mountains. I was on a date. Oh, and you were seeing these lyrics, and the girls like, you know, she. It was "Kiss from a Rose" by Seal. Good song. Fantastic song. I got <laughs> I got something wrong, and she's like, you know, that's wrong, right? <laughs> and you said, boy, turn. <laughs> <laughs> just pulled off to the shoulder real quick get out i'd be like no listen here this uh no it's right you and better you better pray there's an uber around here and the good thing <laughs> and the good thing about seal is i feel like he'd be pretty understanding if you messed up his lyrics he, he'd be nice about it i like i like that brother man he's a good guy seal man the last time i saw seal was when um he was on the bachelor actually live the bachelor show on abc um, I think they went to like one of, uh, uh, he, they went into this, this room, a dark room and just seal was in there, bro. <laughs> and they're like, am I about to die? <laughs> bro, you walk into a dark lit room with just seal in there and you probably don't know what, especially if the light is playing off the scarred. So I don't know if I saw that correctly, but he has a scar. Is that true? Oh yeah. That's, that's the, the big thing about seal. Yeah, man. Uh, if I was that girl walking in that room, man, I, um, <laughs> I would say, take your rose back brother, dude. Cause I'm leaving, dude. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Mr. That boy seal. seal, man. He's very, uh, soft spoken. Okay. But here's the thing. I've never, ever, ever watched. Um, I've never watched the bachelor. Did you watch the whole Bachelor or Provo thing that was going on? Or No, but I heard about it. Um, and it's was... still going because apparently they got they not get they didn't get sued, but ABC came after them and was like, listen, dog, you got to change your name. So they changed it to something very homosexual, something along the lines of uh, Provo's most eligible. I think it's Provo's most eligible. 
Oh, and we're giving them we're giving them plug on this podcast right now. So you welk. Yeah. Um, you're welcome for the for the shit for the product placement. Yeah, dude. I saw, I I uh, I was on their Instagram yesterday actually. Uh being all upset. I don't know what about, but um I was on their Instagram. It's very stupid. And it's not Dude, I think it's cuz it's that free entertainment with people that you know. Yeah. You know, it could be the worst show ever, but if you know the person on them, you're you're tuning in every week. Yeah. That's how it is. So with this, like there's multiple people that know all these people. So you get on this show, bro. Um the dude looks like the dude looks like maybe he's been starving for at least he d- two he, d- and a half years. he doesn't look like somebody that women would flock to. Exactly. That's what I was thinking, but then I started to think I don't know. I don't know women anymore. I guess because this man is <laughs> this man is a seven, and that's not bad because that's better looking than me. But the dude doesn't seem that desirable. But I haven't seen the women. The women are probably not very attractive either. But they literally know. look like replications. Like it, it's it's like blonde, blonde, blonde. They're all probably like uh, sister returned missionaries as well. A training leader. Yeah, and they got mad at you for. If you cried about missing your family, they're like, focus. You suck it up here. You suck it up, man. We're here to focus and you need to pray harder. Okay? You probably sin too much in your life too. That's why you hate your life. Joe Smith didn't restore the gospel for you to sit here and bitch and moan. (laughs) And and cry. And and have feelings about anything. The phone call you're having with your district leader is too long. You need to quit it. If you FaceTime your family for over... 45 minutes on Christmas Day, you're basically, it counts as one sin per minute over. You know what's crazy? I helped a customer out yesterday who was a former mission president. Oof. And it was Georgia, like the country Georgia. Oh, you're talking about the black Georgia. <laughs> In Georgia! Well, technically they're both black, I think, but... Um, no, no, the other Georgia is... No, but I'm saying United States Georgia is pretty black. Yes. Um, but you're talking about black, black Georgia, I think. No, I'm talking about the country in Europe, Georgia. Oh, that's not in Africa? It's like Middle Eastern Georgia. I thought that was in Africa this whole time. Yeah. Um, it was Georgia and some other Slavic country, I think. I don't know. One of but, the uh, chicks. It was crazy. Them. Yeah, the guy the guy was really nice, you know, at being a mission pro. I don't think I've ever met a jerky mission president before, but <laughs> um, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy hearing all the stories and... He was like, yeah, Dallin H. Oaks came to my house and, you know, interviewed he us. Da- oh, Dallin H. Oaks? I, I thought like, you oh. said I downloaded some jokes. <laughs> and I don't know what that meant. <laughs> I downloaded some jokes. Uh, I'm going to just read them off for you, okay? Guys, but... <laughs> I, found, I found the interweb here. I found this website called funnyjokes.com. Funny jokes. Uh, basically, what my missionaries cried in front of me, what I do is I read them one of these funny jokes. <laughs> and then I send them home. <laughs> <laughs> like the funniest joke I ever told. <laughs> when I told the elder he'd be successful. <laughs> <laughs> I just joked. <laughs> Man, that's sad. There are good missionaries out there. Shout out to people. the good missionaries. Dude, uh, LDS missionaries. A- April, it's going to be five years for me. From home from your mission? I'm old. I'm old American fork. That's actually crazy, bro. What year is it? 2019? I'm, uh, dude, yeah. me too. No way. No, wait. No, 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 no. 
But I sure I serve that you know that little shorty that they some people like to say I was such a good missionary that I didn't have to be there the whole time, and that's the that's what I tell myself as well. <laughs> you you served the uh, I was that fast track mission. You served the fun size mission. <laughs> no, I was that fast track, bro. I got in there. They said this man this man is folks. He's too exalted. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> We don't want to be in the presence of this young man because uh, we're swine. <laughs> it's like you didn't even have to speak Spanish and people were getting baptized. Yeah, no, dude. I was just looking at people winking. Uh, sometimes I gave out hugs, uh, which is weird for you me. You compliment them about the baleadas. Said these baleadas are dank. Um, <laughs> exact phrase. No Spanish translation. Yeah, no. And they know what they Dank is the same word in every language. That's what I've heard. And that's why it's so usable. That's why everyone is using the, the word phonetical dank. roots of dank. I mean, it, it it expands all throughout time and history, folks. Dank is a dank is a. It originated from one of those hieroglyphics. That's what I heard. <laughs> it's just etched on a stone tablet somewhere, dank, dude. And some dude just smoking a dubski. The oh, mm, the sweet the sweet ganja. Four twenty is almost upon us as well. What are you going to do for 420? I'm probably going to partake of the eating aspect of uh, 420. And, uh, you know, I'll probably just eat like crazy. To be honest, though, I really don't have a problem with either recreational use or medicinal use uh, Uh, for marijuana. I think somebody, I I, I don't really have a problem with either one. It's just there's too many, there's too many scenarios in in which it's helpful. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of benefits that come with with the good old. It's not the devil's lettuce. It's uh, it's it's, it's the man's. Um, there's no plant that starts with M that is. I'll say good this. edible, but it's the man's Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. It's uh, practically perfect in every way. It's Mary Poppins. It's, but it's not perfect because weed smells awful. I hate weed smell. Yeah, no, it does. I agree with you. I don't care what kind of strain you're using. I don't care. Like how it's being smoked, it, it it doesn't smell good. Yeah, it's, it's smells, yeah. most people equate it to like skunk. Yeah, which isn't a good comparison for something that you want to put in your body. I agree with you, but I have no problem with it. I think it can be helpful. Yeah, and the other thing too is if people are just using it recreationally, like I think it comes down to how people manage their stress and where they put um, what they're doing to help cope with life's difficulties and puffing the reefer as long as you're not doing it like to the point where your eyes are you're completely bloodshot i mean the way i look at it i think um i think if you have pain in your body or anything like that at all i think it could be very helpful to you um i've said this before where i think i think if you're doing it for uh i think some people do it to hide from their problems yeah which i think you got to face them but that's but that's why people drink. That's why people oh, yeah. smoke. Yeah. That's why people do drugs is because they want to alter their current state of mind. They don't. I don't think people want to be themselves for a little. That's bit. That's why people like sports. That's why we. That's why we get so heavily invested into sports, movies, yeah. things like that because because our lives get so shitty, yeah. and, and we're like, I want to get away from this, and here yeah. we are. Ooh, that didn't come out well. That sounded uh, <laughs> very Ugh. weird. Very disgusting. That was odd. That was very odd. What did it taste like? Uh, the Gatorade that I'm drinking. Oh, you had a Gatorade burp. Yeah, Gator burp. But Florida that's... Gators, Florida Gators plug. 
Go Gators, go Urban Meyer, go Tim Tebow, Percy Harvin. Aaron uh, Hernandez. Aaron Hernandez, rest in peace, my my homosexual friend. Rip. Uh, that dude was tearing up the prison. He was tearing up booty cheeks in the prison. Prison poontang. He was living in the booty. His bunkmate, ha- didn't his bunkmate kill himself too? Uh, I don't know the But story. they found out that they were lovers and all that and... It's actually quite the love story. They could probably get a hold of it and make a movie out of it. Oh, dude, that'd actually be a great movie. NFL player, fallen from grace, turns homosexual while he's in the clink. Because did you hear the notes that he wrote to his family as well? And, oh, I heard this as well. I heard he killed himself. For his daughter. So that the team, the Patriots, had to pay up his entire contract. Because in the contract, if there's death of any kind, they have to pay up. So he basically killed himself, gave his daughter and his family a, a small fortune uh, while he was getting that booty in the in the in the prison cell. Yeah, yeah, that could be a movie. I mean, if you think about it, why would you spend twenty five to lie? Because I mean, he wasn't going to get out. He was never going to make. No, I think he killed two people, didn't he? Yeah. So yeah, he, dude, it was I'd life kill, sense. He would have never got out. I'd kill myself for. I, to, I would too, especially if. I mean, that's probably the best way to make restitution is. Okay, yeah, I can get I all killed this money. Someone, I'm going to kill myself now, life for life. I don't know if that's uh, the way to look at it, but he gave money to his family, dude. Or he killed crappy people in prison. Oh, you think he killed people? Is like that a, he like killed a, people in prison? Like a prison Dexter. Dexter's laboratory. No, 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 the serial killer. Dexter, the show on, on. Oh, I don't watch TV shows like that. Well, good for you. But anyway, he, uh, yeah, Dexter. It was about a serial killer that had adjusted his appetite to where he only he would stalk and find criminals. Like, oh, he killed criminals. He killed criminals because he was. Ex- that's cool. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the premise of the show. And he kills them. Does he get caught? Sometimes. Uh, but what are you talking about? Sometimes, then he gets out of prison and kills more people. Well, or that dude. I honestly think, in all honesty, that um, if you're killing bad people, you should be able to just continue to do it, like Dog the Bounty Hunter, but one little notch higher in hell. Yeah, yeah. I think you should. I I think uh, there are. I think there are things that people can be redeemed from, but uh, I think there's other things. I don't. I don't think it's possible. Yeah. No, I agree with you. As as shitty as that sounds, there I don't think there's some there's things you can come back from. I might agree with you. Yeah, especially if you think about it, because so many reactions that so, like so much of our behavior is molded and shaped by what our parents have done, uh-huh. and what their parents have done, and what their parents have done, and like we're just passing down a bunch of shitty traits from one from one generation to another, trying to perfect it, but. I, I I that's when you have people who have just been messed up like nine times out of ten they had something really traumatic happen as a kid yeah you know it's interesting stuff like that so some I just think there's things that people can't come back from in this life or at least to an optimal way of living I don't know I also think it's stupid that we keep people in prison 25 to life yeah just kill them just just end them like they probably like to be dead and i don't know because i've never been in prison but i'd probably prefer to be i I would like to be dead yeah i think we need to imprison less people and then the people who are like the people who the whole point of a prison system system should be to rehabilitate people the people that can't be rehabilitated yeah they should just be put down like it's like dogs like put down lightly dude yeah just just let them go lightly let me ask you this uh uh would you rather Spend 10 years in prison 
or die? Mm. What's the threshold? Is it five years or die? Be shorter. I think five years. I'd really. Probably, yeah. Think about it. It's not just so, so. It's not. It's not just the amount of time that you're in there because your life's not the same when you get out. Yeah. Unless unless you're like a professional athlete or you have a huge amount of money or you have significant resources that will permit you to go back to um, a, a quality way of living. Uh-huh. Like, uh, there's no point because convicts like they a, can't get jobs. A lot of convicts they can't get jobs. They can't vote. Oh, they can't vote. Yeah, yeah, a lot of them lose their right to vote. Huh, man, I'd probably do... I could probably handle, like, seven, maybe. Seven. Anything above that, I'm taking I'm taking death. I mean, the chances, though, is that you're going to be resigned to, like, a life of extreme poverty afterwards. Yeah, but I've, I think that life, uh, life of any kind is better than death, I would like to say. That's true. Or what I would do is I'd make as much money as I could here... Then I would run across the border to Mexico. Yeah. And then, boom. Dude, you know what I'd do? I'd probably be a prison. I'd be very friendly to everyone in prison. So that when all of them got out, they're my dogs. They actually, they ride for me. Seems you know fraternal. Yeah. It's like a frat. And then we do, we maybe turn into maybe the biggest, uh, the biggest thieving gang of all time. And we just steal stuff. Yeah. It, it kind of makes me sick how many people we have in prison. The U.S. prison system is an yeah. absolute joke. It's If you look at the amount of people, I think we have 75% of the world's incarcerated population in the United States. Like, Oh, you said... S- so you take the entire amount of people worldwide that are, that are incarcerated. Uh-huh. 75%. You, 75% of them are in the United States. Three wonder, out of every four. I wonder what that figure is. And if we had a computer man here, we could... Uh, Run up the data. Jamie! Listen, here's the thing. I think, like I said before, it's not aimed at rehabilitating people. Yeah. Because the best way that you can get somebody to not commit a crime again is to get them a job. Like a good job that they love and that they can go through. But if yeah. you have people just resigned to manual labor and they that's not their calling, then they're kind of they're kind of hosed. I'll tell you this. I had an idea a couple months ago where I thought about where, what if big companies, let's take Amazon for example... What if they put a big factory, I'm talking about jobs uh, where it doesn't require a lot of talent, it's just kind of a body doing something, and what you do is you take these prison inmates, uh, put them in this company, start working them, work them for cheap, bro, I might not even pay them, I don't know, but if they do well, if they continue to do their job well, they can get out early, or maybe they can start to make money with that company. So there's already a variation of that, but, oh, there it's, is? but it's not the happy, it's... It's so, picking up doo doo and, and trash and, and dead. So dead private, bodies. they already have private prisons, to where they're contracted to make products for certain companies, like the jobs that they carry out. Really, and then so here's a, a, one reason why people don't want to deregulate that industry is because first off, it's an industry. There's labor that's coming from it, yeah. and it's dirt cheap. Dirt cheap, bro. You're paying them like little Chinamen's, little kitties. Yeah, because if you have an inmate, he they don't have to be paid minimum wage. Yeah, they're basically a second, third class citizen. But they're doing the same work as somebody else. So, but that's the thing. So these companies are making so much money off of that. Could you imagine if you had to tell them, like, listen, this cheap labor that you have now, you're going to have to pay them $5 more an hour? No, it doesn't make sense. They'd be like, yeah, kick rocks, we're going to China. Yeah, you know what I do as well with the homeless issue that you see in Salt Lake? I do the same thing for homeless people. I'd say, look, 
I, you know what I actually do as well? I'd actually put a uh, like a, a a little housing place on the spot. Doesn't have to be nice houses, but give them a place to sleep. Give them a roof over their head, and you tell all the homeless people. You say you come work in this factory. We're gonna give you some money. It's not gonna be a lot. That's the scary thing is we've moved away from that. Like think about it. when people used to have farms or yeah. used to have like feudal lords. They would have people show up. They'd make their wage and then they'd go home. But it was such a big enough area that they provided work for so many people. Yeah. Now we don't we don't have that. Yeah. Farms are run with machinery. You have people who help and work on them, depending on the scale of them. But like, I I mean, the homeless people aren't living near farms; they're living in cities. Bro, put them in these factories, bro. Put them in these factories, man. I that's what I say. If yeah. I ever get a position of power, I'm coming for you, homeless people, and you're gonna have some damn jobs, boy. You're going to have the best jobs. You're going to have the best damn job. Well, I can... well, you know, in China, they have they have these factories where they actually, like, people live there. Oh, like for the little kids? No, like it's like families. Like, they oh, actually they have people. housing. That's kind of nice, I guess. What do they work, like 90 hours a week, I bet? Around there. See? Could you imagine? Let's put that in perspective. Could you imagine going to T-Mobile and then them being like, okay, all right, well... Uh, then you go next door to your little apartment, and uh, that's it. Man. Your whole life is there. One time I worked at 85-hour week one time at a moving company. Eee. And I'll tell you what, that's where depression was invented. Yeah. I grassroots. Yeah, bro, that, that depression got a grip on me. Ugh. And I didn't even get paid that much. They should yeah. have homeless people doing that, bro, because that was some bullshit. So here's something that we've talked about before on the show. We've talked about, I call it DNA, because it seems like it's ingrained into everybody now, in our generation, depression and anxiety. I don't know if people abuse the label, or I don't know, like, it seems like people, like, it hits a lot of people. Uh Some people harder than others. But, like, what, do you have any good coping mechanisms for that stuff, or, or do you know of anything that works um i'll say this i think that um i was talking to someone the other day about this i think it i i call it the the grass is greener theory that's what i just named it in my head yeah well i think because of social media um i think everyone thinks that grass is greener on the other side you could be in the best situation ever bro but i think just because you see on social media all these great lives that people have you always think the grass is greener you only see the highlights of people's lives on social media, bro. So you're seeing someone at their happiest moment or they're faking their happiest moment and then they put it into a picture and then you see that thing and you're like, damn, I'm just sitting here alone in a dark room looking at looking at uh, memes I've seen 12 times already. Right. And you get sad, you know what I'm saying? So I think it's that grass is greener theory where I think people are always thinking there's something better out there. And I've seen it in, like, I see it in my own life. I see where I'm always like, man, if I was here, I'd be happier. If I was with this yeah. person, I'd be happier. Because I... it, can, it can come down to, like, social media. You see people like, oh, look at them. They're getting married or they're excelling yeah. in work or they're going on cool vacations or they got this new 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 thing, like a new truck or a, or a motorcycle or a new gun. Like, cool. But 
all you see is that highlight i think you don't that shit doesn't get you happiness man like look at all these shoes i have here like they don't provide an ounce of happiness it's like momentary at best i'll tell you what when i go to ross and i buy a lot of shoes it does make me happy for probably a week and then i'll just go buy more shoes after but that's not a good thing um i've said this too i think that um i think that uh and this is pretty hard to do and it sounds pretty homosexual when it comes out of my mouth but i think an attitude of gratitude yeah i think uh it is about being positive dude i just try to be happy like for what i have every single day like i i try to sit in my car anytime i get in the car in the morning i try to think about the things that i have that other people don't have the marshawn lynch i'm grateful i'm grateful i'm grateful well and it just sucks too because i know for me i've a lot of the times I'm just thinking like, well, how can I make more money? Money, more money is going to make me happy. More of the stuff, dude. I know, I know, I know rich people who are absolutely miserable and, um, like the, they're afforded so many luxuries. I mean, given uh, the ones that I do know, they've absolutely worked for it. They've used mental and physical resources to get them to where they are. But even then it's still like, it doesn't, it doesn't buy it. Like ever since school and, um, because I work full time and then school full time. Like yesterday, like I was supposed to go play basketball with all my people. It's like I do that every week. And the thing is, is my coping mechanism for being depressed, tired, all that stuff is I just sleep and I sleep and I sleep some more. Yeah. And like it throws everything off. Yeah, that's tough. But the thing is, is that like I've had, I have all this shit that's on my mind. And it's it's a quick escape. It's just like, yeah, you're gone. You're you you're in a dream, bro. You think about something else. Quick. It's it's abused. Like I don't want to say it's as bad as like you know doing heroin or something like that. But like when people put in the needle and they're shooting up the drugs, that's their escape from all the shit that's on their brain. But like when I can go to sleep and stuff like that, like that's when everything is closed out. That's mm-hmm. where I can just be like, yeah, I'll block this out, and then you have to get back up and confront it. And I'm not as energetic. I feel like I'm in another dimension half the time when I wake up. Yeah. Um, it's just interesting. I think one, one of my biggest things I have to find better ways to 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 cope or, yeah. or find better strategies to overcome it. Because then the other thing too is like all this stuff right here, like these pills. This boy looks like a looks like a damn about to turn into a pill. Yeah, I look like I should walk around the neighborhood with a trench coat. I'm gonna and... read this one says Lamotrigny. And Lisonapril, bro. Lisonapril. You're going to be dead here soon, dude. That's fish oil. That stuff's just over the counter. This fish oil stuff's booty, dude. I take fish oil and it uh, makes my burp smell like ass, dude. (laughs) And if anyone knows a uh, way to fix that. But literally, like, so that stuff, so all those pills, Mm -hmm. that was two doctor's visits with... Wow. So it was with somebody that um, was recommended by by a therapist i have he's like i know this lady she's great and you know i show up an hour's worth of appointments two 30 minute appointments uh-huh. and all i got out of it was a shitload of pills that That's made sick. me like another like it made me turn in from like sam uh-huh. to like bob like, so I is that an anxiety medication right here um so lamotrigine one of them is for blood pressure because they wanted to give me stuff for ADHD. Oh, hell yeah. But my blood pressure was too high because I eat like a absolute fiend. 
That stuff is the devil, bupropion. It looks kind of cool. It, it's an antidepressant, but Ooh. like that's the second time that I've taken it, and both times have been very, very bad. Ooh. Like, like I snap. I'm gonna take that with me, brother, for your life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go pop some of some pre workout on the way to the gym. Bro. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> Pop some of this brew troponine, dude. <laughs> That's right. I need to pedal this shit. Like, hey, man. Dude, I'd be selling this junk, bro. Tell me you get... <laughs> dude. Listen, kid. You want to put an extra three inches of mass on your biceps? Listen here, brother. Well. <laughs> yeah, man. No, I took some of that. Um, I, I uh, one time when I came home from my mission, I got, I got given some anxiety medication. And I don't know if I had anxiety, but I was just feeling sad a lot of the time. Um... So I took this anxiety medication for probably like four months. Didn't feel jack nut. Didn't, literally didn't feel anything. Uh, I guess I kind of felt better. But then I just stopped taking it. And I kind of, and I know that anxiety is a thing and I know that depression is a thing, but I kind of just said, I'm not going to take these pills anymore because I don't want to feed it. I don't want to feed the beast that says I have anxiety, you know? Yeah, it's like you're compounding your problems. Yeah, when you're taking the pills and saying, I have anxiety. And that's probably me just running from my problems, which isn't a very good coping mechanism. But, um, you know, that's the way I do it. Yeah. I think it, everybody's got to find what works best for them. And, uh, speaking of which, we kind of mentioned it earlier. NBA season's been kind of nuts. Yo! It's been some big nutsack for me. Senor Bron Bron may not make the playoffs. LeBron is my guy, dude. I would do many sexual favors for him if I had to. And uh <laughs> dude, there's just there's just not enough around him, bro. I mean there is, but they got a bunch of doodleheads, dude, in there and can't play defense. Can't shoot the damn ball. He's one of them, bro. I know he's one of them, but he's old. But bro. I get it. He's he, old. He can't. He's getting to the point where he can carry less of the load. He's earned the right, bro. He's earned the right where he's still playing. He's making twenty-seven points a game, eight rebounds, eight assists. That man does offense, and then you guys got to play defense for him. That's how it works, bro. With modern NBA, I think defense isn't as important. I don't think so. It's just not. because of the three-point shot getting farther and farther, man. There's only so much defense you can play. Before well, and then also there's only a certain level of physicality that you can. Yeah. There's only the only people that can play lockdown defense in the NBA are people who are over six foot seven yeah. or who have absolute freakishly long arms. Yeah. And that's it. It's yeah. like Kawhi Leonard, Draymond Green, Paul George, my guy. Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert sucks. I'm a Jazz fan and I hate Rudy Gobert, but you know it is what it is. Um, yeah, I can't stand watching him play. It makes me furious, dude. The man literally has two penises for hands. He that and it's and I understand why it's so hard to catch a ball because you have two penises on your hands. But brother, catch the ball above your nipples. And put it in the basket, man. Well, this is the crazy thing. Let's look at the improvement. Rudy Gobert's been in the league for how long? Six Four, years. five, six years. If your job, your entire job, hinges upon you improving in certain aspects of the game, and you have time to do it, you 100% have time. You have the yeah. whole summer to work on it, four or five months out of the year to work on it. Yeah. There's no excuse to be complete ass at offense or something like that any person can improve look at Giannis look yeah. at how much Giannis improves every year yeah 
Like he still ha- and he still has room to grow. Ben Simmons has room to grow. Ben Simmons sucks. I'll I'll say this: that Ben Simmons sucks, bro. Ben Simmons is like Giannis, but a douche. Here's a hot take. If you let's well, here's a comparable player that I think right now, if you ask most people, they would say that Ben Simmons is better than this player. Oh. But I don't think it's even close. Person who reminds you of? Do you remember Lamar Odom? Yeah, I'd rather take Lamar Odom. I'd take Lamar Odom in a heartbeat. Because Lamar Odom's got that three-point shot, bro. Lamar Odom can still stretch the court. Like, yeah. Lamar Odom was one of those first, like, f- unicorn players. He was always used weird in that. He was kind of, yeah. like, he's arguably one of the greatest six men ever because oh, yeah. you couldn't guard him. He was that lefty little snake boy. He's just... How tall is he? 6'10", 6'11"? 6'10", I want to say. He had that handle boy. He could shoot. He had that shot. He could rebound. He could defend. Man, people are always talking about how Kobe won those championships. And Bro, then you like, had Lamar Odom. You had Pau Gasol. Ron Artest. You had Ron Artest. Andrew Bynum when Andrew he was Andrew Bynum. Healthy. You had Twin Towers, dog. And you tell me Kobe did that by himself. And also, I'll say this. Uh, Michael Jordan did not win championships by himself because his teams were stacked, bro. They had. Here's the thing. I don't. I think we've gotten to a point now where, I think it's interchange. I don't think it's the necessarily the quality of a player. I think it's how well they can execute a role. Because yeah. look at the San Antonio Spurs for all those years. Like mm-hmm. you would have put Mono Ginobili on another team, he would have sucked. Mm-hmm. Tony Parker. I don't think he would have been great on any other team. Mm-hmm. Tim Duncan, I think, is the only player that you could have put on another team and he would have excelled. Yeah, but it would have. I think he he would have dipped. Um, look at the, the reason why the Warriors are so damn scary is because those dudes they know their role. Yeah, that's that's they do why it well. they do it well. I I I think it's all about how well you have to have the guy who takes the shot. Um, Steph like Steph Curry stretches the court out so much. Yeah. All five of those players can pass the ball extremely well. Yeah. All of them, all five. Like I think ba- it's not about stacking a team with all stars. It's about how well you get guys that can just run the basic parts of the game. I'll say I think that uh, if I'm a GM right now, what I'm doing. The NBA's had this thing where they've been going small for the past probably three years. I'm going big. I'm I want my shortest dude to be six nine. And I actually want everyone on the lineup to be 6'9", big boys with long arms. You know who's doing Switch that? Switch it, bro. You know who's doing that? The Mavericks. Yeah. Because they got Porzingis and I'd and put Dominic. Porzingis to the point guard full time. And if I'm the Lakers, this is what I do. I tell LeBron James, listen here, brother. You're either going to be a point guard like Magic was, or you're going to play small forward and you're not going to bring the ball up. I'd prefer to him to go point guard, have LeBron at the point guard, trade Lonzo. You got to get another scorer in there. But if you have LeBron at point guard... He's your smallest dude on the court. You can put Kuzma out there. You can put Brandon you, Ingram. You run Ingram at the two because he's utterly useless everywhere else. Yeah, I like Ingram at the two. Ingram's been balling out of control recently as well. I like Kuzma a lot. I put Kuzma at the three. And then you know what I do? I try to sign. Uh, I'd sign DeMarcus Cousins on a $10 million a year contract. That's if I can't get Anthony Davis. Even if I can sign Anthony Davis, I'd actually sign DeMarcus Cousins too. Well, and I think I think... Um, what's his name? JaVale McGee was like, if you run, if you have him in the right system, he's incredibly effective. He's a value center. He's, a, he's for what they're paying him. He gives you, he's good a good moves. five. Cause he can, cause he is still athletic to this day. Yeah. He's pretty smart too. People don't like <laughs> to say it, but I think he's a smart player. 
Can be, sorry. Sorry, can be. I was about to say, I was like, mm. I'm got, running the highlight reel right now of all the Shacked and the Fool stuff. He's got good IQ, but he just doesn't put it together very well. He doesn't He doesn't execute. Yeah, that's what I say. It's interesting, man. I don't, I don't have a problem with the Lakers not getting, like, not being championship caliber. I have a problem with them not making the playoffs. Like... You're going to tell me the Clippers? The Clippers are going to beat them? And they traded away Tobias Harris. Yeah. Like, they got rid of their best player, and they're still like they're still ahead of them. I'll say I think it's uh, the injury as well as um, when LeBron and the whole management kind of went and said, you know what, take this entire – take anyone. For Anthony Davis, I think guys kind of just bought out and said, you know what, this is bull. This is, this is well, and that's play. the problem is anywhere LeBron goes, he's got to have his hand in the cookie jar. It's too much of that stuff. I think you got to find somebody who can put their like Pat when like Pat Riley doing his thing in in um, in Miami. Like LeBron yeah. got the recruitment there, but Pat like put his foot down. Like yeah. that that was Pat's show. You gotta have some balls to deal with LeBron. I don't and uh, Magic does not have the balls right now because I think they're too buddy buddy with each other. So you can't tell me right now that out of all these teams ahead of them, let's just read up from where LA is right now. Minnesota, Minnesota's mm-hmm. ahead of them. Ahead of LA? Yeah, Minnesota's is LA ahead in of them. The Eleventh spot right now. Uh, LA. So there's nine, ten, eleven. They're eleventh. and Minnesota's tenth. So what is it? Minnesota, Minnesota Kings, and then uh, San Spurs? Antonio. You can't tell me. I they're nah. They they have deteriorated from what they were before. The Clippers, sad. Absolutely not. This will ruffle feathers. The Jazz. Uh you know it's what? arguable. The Jazz are a better regular season team, I think. But if you put Jazz against the Lakers, LeBron in the playoffs is a different kind of. If player. LeBron takes over, they're not. They're not. They won't win a game, I don't think, against. So that's that's five teams. Yeah. That's five teams that are playing better than them right now. And then you have New Orleans hovering right around them. New Orleans sucks, bro. Dude, I'm telling you, that, like. New Orleans is a football city, and they need to realize that. Sell New Orleans Pelicans and put them in Seattle. Yeah. Bro. Mm, yeah, that'd be smart. Seattle wants I don't a basketball see why not. team. Seattle back. wants a basketball team, bro. You get a lot of people coming out. KD goes back to Seattle. KD, no, no, no. This is what happens. KD goes to the Knicks with Kyrie, but then he goes and retires in Seattle in about seven years. I still think Durant should have gone to the Wizards. I think Durant going to the Wizards would have been the classiest move. No, dude, he doesn't like his hometown. That's a thing, bro. And if you're from Washington D.C., no one likes your hometown, bro. Because Washington D.C. hood, just hood, dude. And there's a bunch of it, everything's painted gray. Um, Trump's there. Trump's there, dude. <laughs> and I don't know if I I don't care I don't care for Trump, but yeah. Here's all right. So here's another hot take that we'll 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 get off of that. All right, MVP candidate right now. Who would you say is the front runner? Man, I want to say Paul George, but I think it's Giannis. It's it's weird. It's just weird that we don't have LeBron in it for one year. It's crazy. Because there's no sad. way there's no way on earth he's winning it this year. No, he's been injured. For Honestly, I want Paul George to win it just to stick it to Russell Westbrook, just to show him how worthless he is. Yeah, he's been balling out of control. That man's got the smoothest dribble I've ever seen, I think. His Paul, cross is one of the smoothest things. Paul George, one thing I like about him is that he's adjusted his game because he's lost a wee bit of athleticism ever yeah. since that horrific leg injury, but that's not something easy to come back from either. Like, But he's Gordon done Hayward it. sucks. 
Gordon Hayward still sucks, even though he's dropping 30-point games. But... Once, 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 once. Yeah. What? Anybody could have told you that. He, that guy was kind of... That was a dumb move for him. Yeah. Anyway, but, uh... I don't know. Giannis could take it. I mean, the Bucks have low-key been... He deserves it, really I think. Good. If it goes to Paul George or Giannis, I think both of them deserve it. Just Do you think if Harden finishes out the season scoring over 30 points a game, the rest of them, do you think he gets it? No, dude, because I think that's a saturated... The stat thing is saturated now with Russell Westbrook doing his triple-doubles. Yeah. I don't think I don't I think they like a good story more than a I think stats these days. I think points per game is still the most important metric that you can For have. For sure. And uh what's Harden at 34, 35? I think he probably dropped to 35, I imagine. He was at 36.7 for a good time. The last person to score over 35 a game was Kobe. And that was the season he lost to Steve Nash yeah. who scored 15 a game. Bro, that man scored 15 a game, what, like 11 assists? Yeah. That little long-haired lesbian dude. A little Canadian butch. That little Canadian <laughs> little, little mayo-eating little ketchup boy. Uh, yeah. That guy sucks, bro. I hate Steve Nash because when I used to play basketball, people were like, go Steve Nash. I said, bro. Dude's overrated. I said, bro, watch me take you to the paint, dog. You think Steve Nash can touch the rim? I don't think so. It's like, because he was back to, <laughs> I think he was back-to-back MVP. Yeah, he was. You know who else did back-to-back? Uh, Steph Curry. Braun. Braun. Twice, I think. Yeah, Braun won twice. Like, that, there's no comparison between, those are three different, like, echelons of players, like. Yeah, bro. Uh, that stuff's, that stuff's crazy. That, that, that stuff's just. Yeah, it's just it's just interesting. It's a little cross. Here's here's an interesting observation. Here's I don't some. know. We were gonna ask the whole district to do it, but we didn't. I guess now so our store for the month of March, we're running a contest to see who can lose the largest percentage of body weight. So I've kind of been in diet mode. I'm like I have I kinda of have my foot in the water. I've cut out soda. Yeah. Which is probably the worst thing. I've only eaten one box of Cheez-Its in the past six days. That's a, that's respectable. Normally, that, that ratio is a lot higher. But uh, about a two-to-one day-to-box day to ratio. <laughs> well, and then my snacking is better. I'm still snacking at terrible times, but I'm, I'm doing better. But the big thing is, is I've been like, I'll just have cravings or I'll just go to Cafe Rio. I'll grab a salad real quick because it's quick and easy. If I don't have time, yeah. that's the thing, dude. I don't have time. To cook half the time. But here's the thing. Cafe Rio never ceases to amaze me how absolutely shitty their service is. Bro. They're constantly in a game of chicken with the entire quick Tex-Mex industry. Because they're basically like, listen, we don't care. We know our service is absolute dog shit. But you're going to come here. You're going to come here because our food is so damn good. Yeah. Versus Chipotle. The issue is, bro, you get one of them damn boys that doesn't speak English. He's your first man that you meet. And uh, and uh, imagine an old lady trying to communicate with that brother right there. It's not going to happen. The line gets slow. It's Everyone starts wreck. to get pissed off. It's a train wreck. And the crazy thing is you'll have one person on there who like legitimately speaks English, and then the rest of them it's... 
Yeah, bro, you have one English boy, and he's in the back cutting tomatoes. Bro. Do you think they? Do you think they hire illegals? Uh, you know, um, or maybe they have like people use that job for like immigration and stuff like that. Like, I don't. You know, it'd be kind of cool if we could bust this case if they if they hire illegals and they pay them less. That'd be sick, and we bust that case, dude. And they pay us. They pay us twelve thousand burritos to keep it under wraps. Let's sleuth it. Dude, I'm gonna ask one of those Mexican boys next time I get in there how much how much they pay you. Hey, hombre, hombre. <laughs> I can't speak Spanish anymore, but if I could, I'd say <laughs> I'd say I'd probably start with this. Mira, look, you know, <laughs> boss, uh, boss. And then I don't know what I'd say after that because I can't speak Spanish anymore. Cuanto te están pagando? Oh yeah, that was kind of good. That's probably how I'd spit it out. I. My Spanish now, like... Quantar estars pegando a T. Dude, speaking Spanish really puts me on edge, man, because I don't remember, like, anything. And I do it every day. Yeah. But, like, I feel like I'm going further down the rabbit hole where... Yeah. The other thing, too, that I find really shitty about is people don't correct you either. Yeah, dude, they let I you... I hate that, dude. I love they when let people you correct fly, me. Dude, they let you fly just messing up words, saying racial slurs in other languages. <laughs> And they need to correct you. Because I know you probably said, I probably said a couple racial slurs trying to speak some Spanish. Uh, All right, absolute worst. This is the worst thing that ever happened to me Um, in terms of like messing up the language. It was on my mission, all right? So, so the context behind it. So when you're missionaries, it depends. Sometimes they have something called contacting. Is when you talk to people about the gospel. Yeet! Out wherever you go. And, uh, and you had to have a certain amount of contacts each day. And so we would do in Guatemala is people would use the buses all the time to get around from place to place. That's how it is in most of Latin America. And we would get on these buses and then we would go at like you would have the missionaries go throughout the bus and take a certain portion. You'd have the guy on the front who would stand up and scream some type of, <laughs> of message. Be like, hey, the gospel's been restored. Yeah. Can I get a hell yeah? <laughs> Joe Smith's back! <laughs> hell yeah! Yeah, and like, you get stuff like that happening. So then, you'd always get up. So it was my turn one day to do it. But before that, I was talking with one of the guys who managed the bus routes. We'd always talk. He was a super cool guy. And he said this word that I didn't understand. And I asked him, hey, what does that mean? And he said, oh, it's basically bothering people. You know, like, I don't want to bother you. And I thought, oh, Okay. So I get on and I contact the bus and I go up and I say in Spanish, I say, I say, brothers and sisters, I don't want to bother you, but I have this great message about Jesus Christ. And then, and then I go after that. Once I'm done with the message, I go and I talk to each person in my little sector of the bus. Mm -hmm. We get off. And by the time I'm done, my companion's looking at me as if he had seen a ghost. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> I'm like, wait, what happened? He's like, you were saying a really bad word. He's like, you can't say, and the word was chingar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I basically... No, that's like that's like that slang form of, like, bothering, you know? Bothering or effing around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so basically, I told the whole bus... And we got a man of the Lord at the front of the bus with his, with, with his hands flailing, <laughs> saying, I'm not trying to eff around here, bro, but, uh, but read this book. <laughs> but yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, no, I hadn't said anything like that on my mission, but um, there was a woman on my mission who she shaved her legs from the from the knee down, and she was considered the hottest 
hottest lady in the mission. But if you if that skirt came up a little bit, she had some thick hair, boy. Coarse. Thick. <laughs> oh my but she was the hottest lady in the mission. And people thought about sinning with her. <laughs> but, but not me, dude. Hair. But then that leg hair shows and you say, nope. That leg hair was divine intervention. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> keeping those man, truly. keeping those man chased. Truly, truly. <laughs> yeah, but dude, I, that whole Cafe Rio <sighs> thing, man, it it doesn't. Every time I've had, and you know the other crazy thing too is they opened up the drive-through for the one here in Provo. Yeah, they did. It's smooth. I've had a couple instances where nah, it didn't turn out too well. But for the most part, it's great. I show up last night at like nine forty, so twenty minutes before they close, and they're like. Drive-thru's closed. Like, what place on on Earth right now has a drive-thru that closes before the main restaurant does? Ah, uh, man. That's asinine. That's the opposite of McDonald's. Yeah. Like, they their business model is literally just like, they're swinging the biggest balls around in the industry. Because they're like, our food tastes so damn good, we don't have to care about our service. That's big dick. They're, they're big dicking it. That energy that they have... Yeah, dude, I have a homie. He does big dick poker, bro. And basically what he does is he just puts more a higher bet than everyone and big dicks it. And he could be lying. He could be truthing, but you never know. And that's what I call big dicking. Speaking of big dicking, Nick Foles is, uh, I think he's going to sign with Jacksonville. I'd like that because Leonard Fournette deserves some wins, bro. So does Jalen Ramsey. I'm so pissed. And I'll tell you, I'll give a shout-out to uh, Maurice Jones-Drew, the person who got me into football. MJD. That little 5'5", five, five little... little uh, Tree trunk legs. Little sprout of blackness. That dude was one of the most dominant running backs of his oh, time. Oh, dude, that dude was just... No one could see him. He was so tiny. They, <laughs> they had to make special leg pads for him. Like, oh, really? And pants, because his legs were so big. Dude, uh, he'd, get, he'd get the ball handed off to him, and then you'd, you'd be looking around... And then he'd show up in the end zone. You're like, uh. You'd say, where'd this little man's go? Did you He's live near Jacksonville here in Florida? Um, that, was that you know, about two hours, three hours. Uh, so it was either root for them or root for the Dolphins. Yeah. They all, Dolphins had Ricky Williams during that time. Yeah, they did. That's when they invented the, the uh, Wildcat. Yeah. That's when Wildcat came about when I lived there. That Wildcat off- offense, and people didn't know what was happening, bro. Cue the Lil Wayne Wildcat offense. Check the paw print. Check the paw prints. <laughs> we oh. in the defense, you scoring something. <laughs> There's oh probably three gosh. N-words in that, in, that, in that whole thing that I missed out. I, 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 you can sing a five-second clip of Lil Wayne. They have four N-words in it. Lil Wayne sucks. And I'm going to say this. What do you think about the Carter Five? Uh, I'll pay respect to it because of the other Carters, but um, there was one song on it that I actually still listen to. Uh, was it Encore? No, it was no Uproar. I listened to Uproar. It wasn't Uproar. It was um or Don't Cry. Ah, uh, Don't Cry is a good one. It's got X on it too, so yeah. it automatically makes you more nostalgic. You're like, oh man, this man's dead. He's gone. Don't cry. Yeah, no, I don't like that one. <laughs> um, dang, I can't think of what it is. But uh, safe, uh, open safe, safe open. No, it's got the most catchy. I'll pull it up right now. Yeah, throw it up on there. Uh, what's this? Let's see which one it is. 
But yeah, the crazy thing about that album too is that it had already been produced. It was just ready to be released. And if you didn't believe me that I, when I was pulling up to this place, Sauce It Up was playing and it's halfway through, 134. Yeah. 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 Sauce It Up. Copyright. Oh, oh yeah, we got copyright. It's okay. Nah, it's all good. Like, like they're going to come after me and like, what are they going to do? Be like, all I'll do is I'll be like, fine, I'll take it off the air. I'll edit it and I'll put it back up. Cool. That's all there is to it. No, I invented this thing um, called Lil Uzi Friday, where I only listen to Lil Uzi on Friday, and it that I've had the best Friday since I invented it probably four weeks ago. You only listen to Lil Uzi the entire Friday. It's awesome. Do you start off with uh, Money Longer, dude? I start off with. Let me look through the list of. Do you what have I, the playlist curated? Now? No, I don't have it play. I don't have it curated, but I'll tell you what songs I listen to, and I listen to the same four songs probably over and over again for like three months i'll tell you what i listen to right now okay here it is here it is are you ready money longer you was right two four 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 plus two 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 sauce it up no sleep leak the way life goes um that's a good one and then i usually finish it off with now i do what i want here's a good one i don't know if you've heard it um it's because you know he signed on with Wiz khalifa's label Oh, my man Zuzi did? Mm-hmm. He's not making music anymore, is the word on the street. Yeah, he's just worried about getting buff and... He's just worrying about not... He's trying to be big Uzi Vert. Listen, he's competing with Mia Khalifa right now for the best Khalifa in the game. And you know what? He's He's got he's to find other ways to do it besides rapping. Is Mia Khalifa related to Wiz Khalifa? No. They're not sisters or brothers? Uh, no. No, definitely not. Um, what's this guy's name? Lil Uzi. Big Uzi. Where's the song? They must have took it off Spotify. Sauce it up. They Been too much. Off. Where you from? Um, going out. If I find the song, I'll look it up for you. But I like it. It's it's a good little... It's a good little slapper. Little, 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 little bash your head against the wall. Listen to this thing. One other thing that I kind of thought when I was in my meditation zone. Wow. Not really. Just... I kind of like that. Me waking up. After. You should try yoga. I'm not even lying to you before you finish that. I go to yoga probably once a week. You should go to it. I don't know, man. I would Dude. be very out of place at a yoga at a, at a yoga thing. No, you wouldn't. Let me tell this. Where I, I was at a yoga place one time, and um, a man farted on my head three times. <laughs> and I had, actually, I had actually gone to yoga with this girl. A girl. I'm a very attractive woman. And I roll up to this yoga and this man, he's, he's laying above me and straight up is pooping his pants upon my, <laughs> the top of my head, farting, bro. Doo-doo cloud. Doo-doo cloud. And we're in the middle of, we're in this corner and the girl is laughing. I'm laughing. We're like, ah, this dude's farting on my head. And so we get out of the yoga session and the girl goes, dang, I didn't think when I knew you like that, you're farting in front of me already. And I was like, hold up. You must be mistaken because I will not let any type of air pass my butt cheeks in front of a female. Uh, that was the man behind me farting on my head. Do you see how my hair is green now? She thought it was me the entire time farting, bro. I was like, who do you think I am, bro? These butt cheeks are tight. I'm not letting no 
poop out of here. Matt, I'm slightly offended because you think that I'm going to shit my pants in yoga. No, 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 but that's what I'm saying, bro. You won't be out of place because this man was like 300 plus, bro. He looked like it. He's a hefty, hefty feller. Yeah, he's a big boy. He smelt gross. Lumberjack yoga. Literally, bro, you put on some nice stuff, bro. Uh, Wear some deodorant. I have to wear some deodorant so I don't get too stinky, but dude, that's... Where do you go, Vasa? Lifetime. Lifetime fitness. Lifetime. I thought about it. I hopped on YouTube and I was just doing that crap because I don't, I don't know. I'm weird about that stuff, man. I don't like doing those classes. But dude, it's nice because uh, it's a judgment-free zone, dude. You get in there, the lights are low. There's not, there's not a lot of light on. Uh, you can take your top off, bro, and just you know, not doing that. Sweat, get some big sweat. I like it more. It's not really a good workout for me, just because I do other things. But uh, it's just a time to be quiet and kind of think about uh what's going on that's that's the big thing because meditation is supposed to be a really good way to help help um help out with depression and stuff like that it's supposed to help out a ton and then yoga is kind of like interfused with it yeah like big time what they do bro they put your body in all these weird positions and it kind of gets you, you you start thinking about like uh what's going on here and your brain really starts to get going you have to focus on your breathing a lot yeah um i've had some pretty cool experiences i've gone probably like 20 times and i had a, like one cool experience out of that whole time so it's kind of cool but uh it's worth it yeah i, think. I w- there was this period of time where i was doing really good with my meditation and it, it's definitely beneficial it's just sometimes it can be time consuming yeah it is time consuming that's the only thing yeah and if I don't manage my time right, then, yeah. um, but, uh, it's, it's one of those things I've wanted to try out. I mean, I've only used that mat once. It's just, just chilling. Or you got to put some stank on that mat, dude. Some stanky mattress. It looks like a nice mat too. It's got a lot of yoga. It's got a lot of, um, cushioning to it. Yes. But those are kind of hard for yoga to be honest, because, uh, it can't balance as well. Mm. So if you use that mat, you'll probably fall on someone. Yeah. Who knows? I think it'll help out. A certain death. I, I I think it would help out with, you know, the breathing and stuff like that. Also, flexibility. Yeah. Flexibility would help. Um, I'm starting I'm starting to train with sumo deadlifting now instead of conventional. I saw that. And uh, it requires a wee bit more flexibility. You're wearing some broke-ass shoes, bro. I can see those right now, dude. <laughs> yeah. If anyone's listening and wants to donate at least, come on, man. Get this boy $30, bro. He's wearing some Chuck Taylors that are look like they gave birth to another pair of Chuck Taylors. <laughs> he looks like he's wearing it's a size twelve Chuck Taylor that gave birth to a size sixteen Chuck Taylor. Bro, <laughs> the worst part about it too is when and they're not Chuck Taylors. These are the Target brand, dude. <laughs> Walmart. Faded glory, bro. I can see this from. I don't even have to look. So basically, if I'm doing squats or deadlifts or anything like that like my ankle is just like dude it gives that ankle bone some little extra it's you look at all the videos and it's just like my foot is out of the shoe bro you had a couple toes pointing out in that video when i saw it i mean dude that's a big rip that's unsafe you are a size 13 is that what that is no that's a that's actually an 11 and a half oh wow I had a really... osha would have flagged me for uh unsafe work conditions there bro like big time. You need to burn those. I think it'd be kind of gangster if you were in what are those 11s? 
those yeah. Jordans. Yeah. If you put those Elevens on and did some deadlifts, bro. You know what? How flat are these? That might be a do. problem. And I'll tell you what, I like seeing people in the gym that wear nice shoes. I think that's the biggest flex. When you wear some nice shoes and you get them dirty in the gym, I haven't got to the point with these CDGs on yet, but but uh, I was about to say I was like those are uh, those are big flexes. Those are yeah, I like them. They're pretty cute. I think. Uh, where where did you snag them from? My mom gifted them to me, but she damn gave, yeah, it was a uh, it was a gift for my birthday. Those were not easy to. Yeah, so they took neither um, easy nor um, uh, uh, cost cost efficient. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So it took about two months to get them to me. Which is some big nutsack, bro, because... I can't even pronounce it. I'm glad you say CDG. I can't. I say Com- CDG. Com- what is it? Comis de Garçon. I feel better when I say it quicker. Comis de Garçon. Comis de Garçon. It's C-O-M-M-E-S de Garçon. So it's French? Man, I don't know. It could be Peruvian. Those are slick, though. Do you get a lot of compliments on them? Yeah, I do. People think I'm, like have more money than i do and probably <laughs> which it kind of sucks because because i'm poor you're super affluent now homie yeah people probably think i'm very i'm bisexual they probably think <laughs> these are a very bisexual shoe i think sometimes <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> bro these are these are chuck taylor's with a, a red heart on the side with some eyeballs coming at them and it looks like there's some very lopsided eyeballs, like a man. Some of those, some of those shoes, dude. Those uh, Balenciagas, boys are boats, dude. You could hop in one of those and float away. Paying a grand for some ugly ass shoe like that? Mm. Yeah. Um, that, I'm cool with just buying Jays and. I think Jays. Just staying up to date with these Adidas and Nikes and all that. I like these. I like these elements that I just bought so far. It's just getting used to because they're so much different than Boosts. Boosts are the most comfortable shoes I've ever worn. Yeah, and like nothing's come close. Yeah. Only problem is I've got their durability wise they're not great. Like like these ones. Oh no, I have that same shoe in white. Like that. How'd you do that? You wore those to the gym? Yeah. I have this same shoe in white, but I feel weird, dude. Wearing lateral movement white. and you you can't wear ankle socks. You have to wear high socks with them. Like lateral movement in them is impossible. But I have all white ones. These ones. These are my favorites. These ones, these mids. Yeah, those are nice. The only problem is, is I haven't taken good care of them because you can already see they're starting to. Fade those look kind of like some hiking boots. The way these things are sticking out the side. Well, that's how they advertise them, <laughs> as hiking boots. Well, not necessarily hiking, but they More call outdoorsy. them. Uh, uh, I forget what they. Uh, Torsion. Uh, Torsion system. That's what they call it. I think. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how they. But it was. I think it was called Ultra Boost Mid ATR. Oh, All Trail. I think is what it was. These are nice. I wouldn't wear those out in, on a trail. Like, they're all white. Like, that's stupid. But. That's the type of shoe you'd wear to uh, if you got invited to a Utah Jazz basketball game and you thought you'd be playing on the court afterwards. You'd, you'd wear those shoes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. That, that'd be the shoe choice I'd go with. Yeah. Yeah, it's... I guess that's just... That's what it comes down to, but... Um, that showbiz, bro. There was one other thing... That I thought would be good for a, a little bit of content creation, a little bit of intellectual stimulation. Woof. Hope. 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 Dude, we get to push down our throats all the time. You need to have hope. I think I need to have less hope. Uh, I know. Cue the... 
Yeah, down with the thickness. Um, no, like, I've realized that I hope too much for some stuff that is just not rational. And, and it gets your hopes up and then you're disappointed. Is that, is that where you're going? Yeah, it's cyclical now. It's the same thing. It's like, so, so this I, computer guy, what does cyclical mean? <laughs> uh, I think it means it's like a cycle. Oh, yeah, okay. I can see that. Um, but it's like the most recent. Here's me going into into complain about how awful my life is, Moan. Not really. Go. Most recent thing happened where it's like rinse, wash, and repeat. Like, meet up with this girl, stuff goes great, and then like stuff 180s. Yeah. Like out of left field. Yeah. And then me, I think I can put out this this burning fire with uh you know the water of like being the good guy and jokes memes yeah send send her a meme every day to wake her up a meme yeah hey baby hope your day goes great here's the mime here's a babe uh also i'll give you uh you just hang out with me tonight i'll venmo you 10 bucks (laughs) but it's being being the good fella it's it's not i don't know it it hasn't been it's the hope thing is like, well, I, you know, I'll find the, I'll find the right person. I will, I will find the right person because I have hope. What day? I don't even really care about doing that anymore, to be honest. I think I care more about just having somebody around than. Man, I'll say this. Uh, you can't, I, I think in the beginning, the courting stages of a, of a woman, you can't be the nice guy. You have to play the game. Yeah, you have. You have oh, to, you, you have, have to. And and I'm all for being a nice guy because I think I can be a nice guy sometimes. But um, while you're while you're courting, while you're trying to, while you're trying to pull that hoe in, you got to be kind of a douche. Um, you got to be a rude person. You, you gotta, should. You got to tell her that uh, she sucks sometimes. Um, but once you have her locked down, brother, it's a different story. You be as nice as you want. You can be goofy. I think. Um, this is just what, that's what I think from relationships I've Totally. Because this, because like this last girl I was kind of talking to, like she, she was like confiding in me a bunch of like serious stuff. And I was like, um, cool. But she was very self-conscious about it. And, uh, you know, I guess she like nice guy persona comes in and I'm like, oh, it's yeah. okay. Everything's fine. All this stuff. And then, you know, and then I get trampled on at the end. Yeah. That's how it goes. No, girls are very stupid creatures where they they enjoy, <laughs> do they legitimately enjoy when you're when you're mean to them, and it doesn't make sense. But I I kind of see it because a lot of girls do like when that, girls though. are mean to me. I kind of like them. Not that I like them more, but I want them more because I want to kind of I want to uh, I don't know if it's conquer if that's the word I'm looking for. But when girls are mean to me, it kind of makes me like all right. I kind of I kind of want to like huh. I want to get you to prove to you that I can get you. Kinda, but girls are very dumb. Where they they like when you're rude to them, for the most part. Oh my gosh, epiphany! Oh, 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 the heavens have opened up. Men, we need to be like Michael Corleone. Have you seen The Godfather? I haven't, dude. I'm not very cultured. It's okay. All right, <laughs> here's what it comes down to: Michael Corleone is a straight up gangster. Okay, in The Godfather, right. he has to kill a rival gang and when he does he has somebody plant 
a gun in the bathroom. He walks in, and then, like, while they're eating, he's trying to broker a piece because they were start offing guys from his group. Uh-huh. They're like, Michael's going to have to go in and kill somebody. And Michael's <laughs> green. Like, Michael is, like... He, he, like, went into the army and all that stuff. He's a war hero. He didn't want to be a gangster, but the life called him in, and he's like, fine. So he goes in. He grabs the gun, walks out in the middle of dinner, and pops all the dudes there and bounces, right? Yeah. Like a straight-up gangster. And what does he do? He flees to Sicily afterwards to hide out for a little bit of time so the heat can die down. Uh-huh. When he's in Sicily, he meets this girl in the village. and She's a baddie. She is a baddie. She's an Italian baddie. I can't remember exactly what the phrase was, but basically the first time Michael sees her, he looks like a complete dumbass. Cause he he's says, just she sit- thick. He's just sitting there like... He said, damn, she thick. Is that his first words? Yeah. And he, he put in like four C's. A level of thickness that was not on the on the charts during the that 60s. wasn't in the United States at that time. <laughs> that was that was uh, not uh, fe- that was federally regulated. You had to be time. foreign to be over two C's. You had to be foreign. <laughs> yeah, yeah, straight up. But anyway, that girl is like it's dumbstruck, and right. she knows it, and she gives him a bunch of crap for it too. And he's kind of like the innocent like herpy derpy kid. <laughs> but then he like puts his foot down, and then he's he's Michael. Afterwards, men need to be like Michael Corleone. Yeah, you have a moment of where you're susceptible, where you know that you're 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 into them, but then afterwards, you are the gangster. Yeah, you are the man. Yeah, that that little bit at the beginning, so they know you're interested, that you're not just being rude. Yeah, just being like flat rude. So you gotta show you're interested, and then kind of then you can be a little rude, and then once you got her locked down, bro, then flat out disrespectful. Yeah, then you degrade. You, you go to her house and beat the shit out of her dog, dude. And then if she stays at that point, then you're like, "All right, we're cool. I'm nice. You're like, I'm yeah, very nice. I'm you passed the test. I'm a very nice man. I go to church. You, you're like, you ready for Sunday morning service? Yeah, I just killed your dog, but um, all dogs go to heaven. All dogs do go to heaven. I expedited the trip. Expedited it, and we will be there soon, baby. Real talk, though, I think everybody's got a different approach they got to find. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, on the avenue of Hope, Hope Avenue, that's a clothing brand that sucks. Mm. But on that little avenue, um, I don't know if I'm overly hopeful, but not under underly hopeful. I don't. Um, you got to find a balance of hope. Yeah, I mean. Because you got to, like... Because I think all the negative uh, and all the influences that go against us, yeah, you have to have something that puts you over the top. Yeah. So you have to hope for something marginally better than what is going against you. But that's the problem is that I think if you make your expectations too high, you end up shooting for the moon and yeah. you're just ass deep in the water now. I think what, yeah, I think, I think what I try to do is just and this is stupid and I hate saying this, but I try to take it everything like super day by day. And I guess my kind of hope I've had this thing in life where everything has always turned out. Okay. Like it doesn't matter what it is. Everything's always turned out for me. Like everything has just worked its way to be okay. And so I try to just kind of go day by day and then kind of trusting that it, it'll turn out. Okay. Like that's because it always has. It's never proved me wrong. Yeah. So, that's, yeah, that's that's sound advice. 
I don't know if that's advice because I'm dumb and small. <laughs> You're small. I'm very small. <laughs> okay, so I'm small. <laughs> <laughs> Those are so funny. But, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's... Hope's an interesting thing. And it, it does have to be day by day. I, I also... Did you accidentally... Oh, sh- Siri. You, sh- you shut up, Siri. Siri. We didn't ask you shit. <laughs> I didn't summon you either. That's what she asked me. Did you summon me? You know you can. Change. I'm being rude to Siri right now, but once I have her down, boy, she's mine, dog. Do you know you can change your name, like how Siri addresses you? Yeah, I'm currently R. Kelly. I want to say. Let me see. <laughs> hey Siri, what's my name? You're Matt, but you asked me to call you R. Kelly. <laughs> see, and that needs to change because uh, that's actually something I wanted to talk about, which I totally forgot. That I am branded as R. Kelly. Ma- oh, that's right. Mama Larson was not happy about. So for those who don't know, I my Instagram handle is R Kelly number four president plug. Okay, they got it. Uh, no, but that's my that's my that's my Instagram handle, and it's been like that for a long time. Probably let's think since twenty thirteen, so six years. Okay, so mate, no twenty twelve actually. This was when R. Kelly was in decent standing in the public eye, okay? He still had the piss stuff going on. He had the piss stuff, but everyone's pissed on someone, dude. Like, (laughs) I think... (laughs) And I'm not saying I've pissed on someone, but there's probably been pee that's caught on someone that came out of my wiener. Theoretical pee. Theoretically, everyone's pissed on someone, and R. Kelly just took it to another level. Uh, Yeah, so he had only pissed on someone... And he was in decent standing with the public eye. Uh, so I thought it'd be funny. R. Kelly for president. And now he is full out sexually assaulted and me tooed a thousand people. <laughs> he is me. T- he is like me. He is me. Four thousand. He is me. Ten t- women. He is like me. Three thousand. Yeah. And so now my Instagram handle is R. Kelly for president. And so people think I'm supporting this, uh, this man who is a monster. But I just don't know what to change it to. I think maybe R. Kelly for prison, R. Kelly for hell. <laughs> and, you know, I've actually thought about this too. Maybe R. Kelly not for president. That's probably what I'll do. Just put a little not. <laughs> just not. <laughs> not. Or maybe I'll do R. Kelly for president dot dot dot. Not. Like Borat style. Yeah. Not, but I, I, I think know, I think that'd be clever because that's such an original take, dude. Like, you you gotta stay true to your handle. I, I gotta stay true to my handle. Everyone calls me R Kelly. More people know me as R Kelly than Matt. Like I'll walk. I answer to R Kelly more than I answer to Matt because there's so many Matts. Matt is probably like the fourth most common name. So people call me R Kelly. I answer. We're cool about it. But now I've had a lot of. There's been. Dude, there's been like four people who have just slid into my DMs like in the past two weeks who are just like, hey, uh, you probably should change it because I don't know if you've seen what's happening. But I'm like, bro, I've seen what's happening. Dude. Those are the dumb asses who if they really would have known like what he would have been about, then they would have been like, man, listen, everybody's everybody done knew about R. Kelly for the longest time. Yeah, maybe... Man, I don't know. I need some solutions to it. I think you should do... 
I think the not is the best. Or maybe not R. Kelly for president. Maybe I'll just do that. Yeah. There should maybe a not somewhere in it would probably be the most um, best, most bestest. I yeah, because it's. I think it would be a person. I I think it would not be good for your personal brand. To be honest, to continue to be R. Kelly or to not. To to not and to be R. Kelly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because if I change it, then I look like a little little pussy. Mm-hmm. Mama didn't raise no bitch. Yeah. I think we got. I think and I don't usually say the p word either. Yeah. But that's what I feel like. Prostate. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't want to change it because I don't want people to think that I'm soft or that I conform. But you got to be hard as well. And I got to be hard, bro. Hardest dude on the block. I got to be hard. The secret is trying to be soft and hard. At there's the not time. There's not enough hard dudes here in Utah. Yeah, there's not, bro. There's too many boys who wear ankle socks and it's pretty much Paul's. drive Audis. And they all have that same blonde hairstyle that they shave the sides. And then they have a lot of long blonde hair on top, and they put it to the left side, and they yeah. wear and they wear blue they wear blue vans. They wear blue vans, and then on Sunday you can catch them in a navy blue suit with brown shoes. Navy blue, brown, brown the pants belt. go to maybe mid shin. Mm, capris. Yeah, basically capris. And I think it looks good, but bro, it's a mold. It's a mold. Then they hop in their A four, and they they I'll tell you what they do on Sundays they. They go to Chili's and they pay with their dad's credit card. Yeah, probably. I've seen it too many times. I've seen, I've seen this tragic thing. I've seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> yeah, bro, I've seen it. I was actually making fun of some dudes the other day about it because uh, there was a group of dudes making fun of Provo culture. It was they're kind of associated with the bat the the whole Provo bachelor thing, mm-hmm. and they're making fun of Provo culture. Oh, everyone in Provo is the same. <laughs> But these boys in the video, they're all wearing the same black Patagonia jacket, bro. This $300 jacket. Mm. Have the same hairstyle. Have little to none facial hair. And if they get scruffed, they think they're hard. They get scruffed, bro. They think it's completely related to the size of their penis. And they're like, I'm rebelling. Yeah, bro. (laughs) I haven't shaved in two weeks, bro, because I'm rebelling, bro. them village bros those village boys man they need to they need to take a couple steps back i'm gonna directly quote you on this one where you said the hardest dude in utah is jay crowder yeah that's facts i think it is him and then of course you know uh the the large poly culture that we have as well yeah i don't i'm not gonna mess with the poly culture i don't disrespect them they're very very kind yeah i would people i would never fight uh any polynesian ever yeah. Um, Anyone named Duke, I'm not fighting you, dog. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also wouldn't fight um, a woman. Yeah. Yeah, I would never fight a woman, ever. Uh, I'd never fight, I'll say that, um, man, I'd never fight uh, people with, someone with two dads. I've never, I'd never fight them. Yeah, that's... There's a certain rage that builds up inside where they... Yeah, bro. They said, I have two dads. I'm going to kill you, bro. That's what they said. I will end you. You can come up on my block talking disrespect about my two fathers. About my two daddies? I'd never fight a CrossFitter either because those people are built like small um, mini fridges. They're very square people. Yeah. 
They're yeah. probably the most square people. Not the most symmetrical. They're they're very they're very square. They have very large thighs. I've seen. I wouldn't find a CrossFitter. Um, you know you know who else I, I straight up would not fight. I would not fight a soccer mom. Oh no, dude! A so- like so I already stated I wouldn't fight a woman, but a soccer mom in particular. Have you ever seen it? Like so, you let the things accumulate throughout the day that a soccer mom has to go through. Yeah. You know the van looks like shit. There's crumbs all over the ground. Yeah. Um, you know, the kids are annoying. Dinner didn't didn't turn out too well. Her husband probably hates her probably more than usual. Soccer game didn't turn out well. Jimmy yeah. didn't score a goal. Jimmy sucks at soccer. Jimmy gets in the car is like I want a happy meal. You say Jimmy, shut up, you little you little punk ass. Out of out of obligation, goes to McDonald's. Yeah. Forgets the card. Jimmy's paying with some freaking coins he had saved in the bottom of his damn shoe. McDonald's guy is, you know, trying to get lady to pay or get out of the line because he's pissed off that she's holding up the line. And then that is when the linchpin is just like (laughs) some etheric, some just other dimensional beast is unleashed. Yeah, bro. And soccer moms are the same moms that ask to speak to your manager, bro. They're almost always the same person. Always. Because it's that same thing, except they go into a retail store instead of going to get some food for their kitties. Yeah. Um, I think I've set my my ideal, like, my lifestyle view that I want. I don't want to be that person that, like, go, like, I don't want, I never want to get to a point where I have to ask to see a manager, like, ever. No, never. Live life chill. And I would almost do it in a joking way. Be like, hey, man, I don't want to bother you about this, so... Just get your manager if I ever have to do it. I'd be like, bro, I don't want to ruin your day. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'd probably say. I'd say, bro, I don't want to ruin your day. Let me just talk to your manager so I don't get you in trouble or anything like that. That's probably what I'd say. You know what? I actually had a guy here when I was at Provo. This dude came in and uh, was looking for like a phone plan. And I just gave it to him straight. Just how the prices were. I didn't try to pull any of that finesse crap. I was just like, this is what you're getting. And he's like, I appreciate being honest. I feel like a lot of salespeople aren't like this. And he's like, and then he hit me with a, you know what, real quick, can I talk to your manager real quick? And I was like, oh, no. So I was like, sure. (laughs) So I went into the back, went and found Clint. I was like, hey, this dude I'm helping out, just giving him quotes on prices. He just said he wants to talk to you. And he's like, okay anything in specific i'm like no then he goes out on the floor and then he's like i just wanted to tell you how great this guy is and i was like cool oh you you person you and then you shared a hug after i bet maybe uh yeah we touched butts a little dude you hit him that nut to butt hug whereas he's walking out of the store you go and grab grab a hold of him you straddle your your stance (laughs) a little bit so part part of the anatomy is touching the leg anatomy (laughs) straight up (laughs) By golly, hour and fifty minutes. I think this is a good wrap up. You say fifteen or fifty? Five zero. Serious. Went by quick. That was two hours. Nobody believes it. Nobody believes it. That was two hours. Unless you have a little yeah, anything else you want to get off your chest besides Bro, the last time I talked to someone this long was probably my bishop confessing some sins, bro. Ooh. Which is crazy. But uh, that's a long talk. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's how it goes every time. Dude, chill bishops, chill bishops are like <laughs> pulling out some freaking Naruto on here. <laughs> I've never seen Naruto, but I've seen some highlights, and that's what I saw. I'm watching it right now. I love it. But, yeah. Dude, I think we should end this by saying things that we love. I don't know if that's cool with you. End on positive vibes, sure. Yeah, I like positive vibes. What's things. the criteria here? Like, are we going for quantity of things we love? Just throwing out random things we love? Um, Elaborating about maybe, things we love? Let's put a timer on for 10 seconds each, and we'll say the things we love off the top of our head. Oh, man. This is getting this is getting crazy. I'm going to count on my hands how many things I can say. All right, let me pull up. Pull up my if this is cool with you, I mean, I don't know if you have a special dance or um, handshake we do. Um, the Scoutmaster handshake, um, we haven't had the best reaction to that, especially with our female guests. The Scoutmaster handshake, I don't know, is that like, uh, oh, that's like some some molesting. <laughs> me. Yeah, I don't want that. Uh, <laughs> I've never heard that. You've never heard that? Uh, the Scoutmaster. <laughs> Hashtag me a lot. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> um, no. All right. Here we go. All right. I'm starting your timer. Oh, right, first. In three, two, one. Dogs, Taco Bell, uh, uh, women, um, well-built buildings, um, fans, uh, sleeping, Taco Bell. Done. Was that six? I think you doubled up on Taco Bell. We're going to have to play back the audio. Dude, when we get that playback, bro, I was sweating here just thinking about... The, I, my anxiety is off the charts right now. Really? I passed I pass the right. timekeeping device to you. One, two, go. Liquid, animals, seeds, uh, uh, positive vibes, <laughs> milk... Done. <laughs> this man got five, and one of them was seeds because of the sunflower seeds, bro. <laughs> That's messed up, bro. I was actually thinking for my heart, and you're just looking around this stupid room. Well, there's no milk in here. I know, but seeds, bro. I mean, I guess that's kind of cool. The root of all of this earth is seeds, I would say. But I think you're a more. I think you have. I think you're more hardwired to lean towards gratitude versus me my base reaction is just to bitch and moan about everything man i i like to complain i, I do my fair share of complaining but i just do that i think it's okay to complain when you have an action like when you're ready to yeah. solve a problem i agree with that i think complaining and then doing something about it is cool because um, complaining could be also defined as problem recognition yeah i mean and 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 Things change when you when you complain and find something. If you find fault in something and you complain and you change it and make it better, by all means, you can complain all you want, brother. Hell yeah. Well, folks, it's been lit. Matt, thanks for joining. Yeehaw. I uh, enjoyed being here. Uh, if you need a return guest, I'm your boy. I have a lot of... I, it's what it's going to have to come down to. We've got a lot of people who are like... We didn't talk about what I wanted to. I want to come back. Like, By all means. Dude, I definitely feel like we just talked about a lot of things. So We did. I think there's more to cover, though. There's I always could, more to cover. Dude, I could talk about anything for any amount of time that anyone wanted to talk about anywhere. Probably. Probably. Got that motor. Remember, folks, we're on Patreon. Please subscribe. Um, yeah, because you'll get cool stuff. I still need to give my current subscribers their merch that I promised. <laughs>
Uh, also, um, yeah, we're on Spotify and SoundCloud and Apple, whatever they call it, podcasts, app, whatever it is, iTunes, all that great stuff. And remember to like, share, comment, post. Subscribe yeah. below. Proliferate. Hit the link in my bio below. Yeah, pretty much. All right, folks. 